0: You did a phenomenal job on suggesting the three that you came up with based upon what our main goals were. You know, we're very goal oriented and, you know, we made that clear to you and you listened and you presented options to us that really helped us, you know, get to where we want to be in three to five years.
1: Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter.
2: Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we are excited to have not one, but two guests in our In Their Words segment. Um, and this is the segment where we're going to hear directly from Fran Coach clients who have become franchise owners. We're gonna talk all about their backgrounds, what led them to consider franchise ownership, how they navigated the process with the FranCoach team, as well as what franchise they chose and how it has gone so far, and knowing us, probably a whole bunch of other things, but that's the basics. Um, the amazing couple we're gonna to talk to today um, have each built highly successful corporate careers all while raising three little kids, Um, yet they felt it was time to build something of their own. Uh, They began searching for a franchise and ran across this really cool podcast. I think it's called Franchising 101 and then connected with our team. Uh, This is a very fun story for, for us to share with you today and one that has a unique conclusion in the grand scheme of things. But before we get to our guests, We, of course, have to tell you uh, this brief story. Who is Francoach? Well, Francoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. All right, so that's us, but now let's get to really the absolute stars of the show. Um, and clearly, one of these two is going to be the star more than the other, but we'll let you guys figure that out once we go through here. So joining us today is Jenna and Jordan, and I'm going to botch this. We practiced even beforehand, but Jenna and Jordan, they have a last name. They're going to tell you what it is because I don't remember how to say it. So <laughs> hey guys, how, how are you today?
1: Great. This is Jenna Buhajer.
2: Yes, Love exactly. Boo Hajer. Boo Jordan. Thank Get you. it straight. Yes, I know. It's it's a fun one. Yeah. So I that's what really, I you know we we all we practice that and it's it's uh, my last name isn't <laughs> quite that crazy, but people botch Parmeter all the time. So I'm a little sensitive to it, but I'm like, <laughs> oh hell with it. Let's just go with Jenna and Jordan.
1: There you so, go. Yeah, cool. really
2: How, uh, how's, how's life in Northern California guys?
1: Good, a little rainy, but good. Just getting ready here for the holidays. Um, so it's busy, but it's really fun to talk with you again, Tim.
2: Absolutely. And, and we've got a bunch of stuff we want to talk about And in your, um, journey into franchise ownership, uh, this new, uh, amazing franchise that you guys have, but, um, the, uh, give us, give us, give us a scoop. I'm, 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 uh, feeding into and, and lying to everybody about how amazing you guys, but you guys are probably, not even doing it justice for, um, what you guys have accomplished so far professionally and, and personally as well, but give us a, uh, give us a little scoop on the backgrounds.
1: Yeah, just kind of who we are. Um, so again, Jenna, and, um, for the past, 15 and a half years, I've uh, built a career in public relations. So I've been working for a PR agency with clients, mostly in the food, beverage, and retail space. Um, So that has been my history. We also have three children, as you mentioned in the upfront, um, all under the age of seven. Um, And I went part-time with my corporate job um, a few years ago when we had our second child um, and have been kind of carrying on with that. And obviously we'll get into how our paths crossed him, but that's kind of my professional and personal background.
0: Yeah, I've been in um, medical staffing for 15 years and uh, I love my job, love the organization. And it's really about, you know, building teams and, and being part of a team. I played sports my entire life and working with my current organization. It's, it's been my new sports team, my new family. Again, been there for 15 years and and I love it. So, it's uh, it's been a journey, and uh, and I'm I'm sure I'll be working for them much longer.
2: So, so both of those kind of situations, um, a little rare, because a lot of the folks that we work with, though those successful in the corporate worlds, um, don't say those things, Jordan. They're like, "Get me the hell out of here as fast as humanly possible." I'm I'm tired of working for somebody else. I don't like my job, or or worse yet, they their job didn't like them and now they're full-time search mode. Um, You guys have been very successful and have enjoyed what what you've done professionally. What made you start thinking about having a franchise?
1: Yeah, I think um, Jordan especially just has kind of that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, We actually, a number of years ago, um, Jordan uh, and his brothers invented a pet product that we took to market and we're kind of doing that on the side. Um, in our, when we were in our twenties and it didn't pan out, but kind of have always had that little bit of a bug of, you know, we should be doing something else for ourselves kind of on the side. Um, and, you know, especially after we had kids and kind of made the decision that I should go part-time so that I could spend, you know, a little bit more time, you know, with the family, we kind of started going, okay, you know, is there something that, you know, could replace those corporate hours for me eventually, um, that could be our own thing. Um, and so, you know, we started, you know, always having this kind of sense that, you know, we would end up doing something, um, you know, business wise for ourselves. And, uh, we have some good friends who, uh, actually became master franchisees, um, for a tea company. And we started talking to them about their business, you know, really looking into it and kind of considering being a franchisee, um, with what they had going on. And that's when, Uh, you know, Jordan, and I started talking and, you know, we go, you know, if we're really going to consider this, we should just get smart. You know, let's start doing, doing the research and you're going to love this, Tim. That's when I came across (laughs) Franchising 101, um, the podcast. And so I listened to a number of,
2: Jenna, we (laughs) didn't hear that. What, what podcast was that again? Just in case we were, (laughs) yeah, it's
1: called Franchising 101. (laughs) Perfect. Um, yeah, ding. Um, but, you know, listen to a number of episodes, just like this. I mean, we really wanted to hear people's stories. And it just kind of helped us, you know, kind of frame like, oh, wow, this this is a whole industry. And there's so much out there. Um, and so that's when, you know, I, I told Jordan about the podcast, he goes, let's just let's call Tim, let's get on his calendar. Um, and so we did. And so, you know, we connected with you really just in the spirit of, educating ourselves and kind of knowing, you know, what else was out there if we were going to start, you know, really kind of considering this. And um, that's, that's what led us to you.
0: And for, and for me personally, it's, it's, we looked at our long-term goals and we, we felt that, you know, potentially uh, owning and operating a franchise could help us meet some of those goals. And we, again, you guys referenced, we, we have three kids and, we would love for them to get exposure in operating a business and everything that's involved. So that was one aspect of of our long-term goals, getting our kids to, you know, think think um, I guess independently and so that one day they don't really have to depend on anyone but themselves. So that was one um, checkbox that we wanted to check off and then secondly, cash flow, long-term cash flow in our future so that we could you know, position ourselves to either work as much as we want or as little as we want. And owning and operating a franchise will get us there. And then lastly, you know, I, I again, I referenced, I worked for my organization for 15 years now, and we, I, I partake in creating teams. And I love it. I love motivating people. And by owning a franchise, we're going to be able to create something special where our team members want to come to work every day. They they feel um, valued and rewarded. And that's something that Jen and I um, are very eager to get creating.
2: And I'm positive that you're going to do an amazing job with that based on bo- both of your mindsets and, ex- and experience. And I think one of the things that, like in all seriousness, like Jen, your comment about kind of listening to some of the episodes that I, I love that these are, not that I don't like when we have other guests. but when we talk with folks like yourselves that have like didn't didn't know much about this or or nothing about franchising, and then kind of the journey through this to help realize this is this is more attainable than I think people realize. It's not all, you know, McDonald's and taco bells out there. there's there's so many things. And then credit to you guys too, for the open mind because you came with a little, Knowledge and conversations on a franchise that was doing tea and beverages of that sort. Um, what you ended up settling on is nothing like that at all. So, um, yeah. what was kind of your and and i am I'm sure there were some times where maybe that wasn't it was hard to keep that open mind, but we kind of go through our journey, we get you presented with some franchises um, one kind of in that space, but the other two were nowhere near that. So what well, was kind of your thought process when we got to that point and like, all right, guys, here's, here's the three. And there's probably a, a many reasons why I, I don't, I, I don't do things in that process on zoom, because I don't want to see anybody's facial reaction <laughs> with, <laughs> with that. But, um, Give give me your give me your thoughts. Like, here were our three, and kind of starting that betting journey. What what was going through your mind?
0: Well, well, first of all, I think the you know leading up to that day, we you know you revealed the three different
2: franchise
0: options for us. I mean, we were super excited, super you know nervous uh, at the same time. But I don't know, you you did a phenomenal job on suggesting the three that you came up with based upon what our main goals were. You know, we're very goal oriented. And I think, you know, we made that clear to you and you listened and you presented options to us that really helped us, you know, get to where we want to be in three to five years. And, you know, the options that, again, that you included, you know, they were all different, but they were exactly what we asked for in terms of, what, what we're interested in pursuing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I think what was great about it is, you know, we just kind of put our trust in you. So when you came back with these, you know, some felt out of left field options, we still were kind of like, Oh, okay. You know, this, this could make sense. Um, so I think you were waiting for us to tell you, we were crazy. And I don't think we ever did (laughs) because, you know, we kind of had that trust that at the end of the day, you know, we'd, we'd get somewhere. So, you know, it, it was really interesting. And I think Throughout the process, Kim, you'll recall, I feel like I called you my therapist a number of times um, <laughs> as we were going through because it was great just having you. Because Jordan and I had each other, and we could talk through, oh, okay, you know, what did you think about, you know, franchise A? And they said this and that. But then playing it back to you, you were able to have kind of that third party perspective and not steering us in any direction, but going, well, Jenna, I heard you say this. You know, or Jordan, you mentioned this. And so just helping point out some of those nuances in how we reacted.
0: The inflections in our voice, you pointed out yeah. every, every cue
1: you nailed. I mean, you played devil's
0: advocate at points mm-hmm. too. And that was important to us because, uh, you know, if we weren't necessarily looking at something from, you know, uh, an angle that you were. You definitely pointed it out to us and it helped us narrow down our search and focus. And at the end of the day, I mean, I think you went back to our goals and you helped us revisit them. And, you know, ultimately we came to a decision and we're we're happy where we landed. And I'm I'm excited for everything and we we thoroughly enjoyed the process.
2: Awesome. No, and and again, just so much credit to you guys on and again the open mind and, and following the process. And there's a reason why. Like the most important thing, any franchise looks for in an owner is can can they follow the process? Are they trying to reinvent the wheel every step of the way? Um, and if you're not going to follow a process, then don't start a franchise, right? And same same thing same thing with this because again, I always I'm sure I said this to you guys countless times. I I don't care what franchise people start. It's it's our job to find the best one and kind of work through this. But you mentioned the, the inflection. And that, and that happens. it's it's pretty common, whereas you know we get into the process, you start vetting the calls and, and we're we're talking every week or so to kind of kind of hear the feedback from from your calls with franchisors. And there will be one whether whether they start with it on the in the process or they like it's the one they want to save till the end but I don't even have to listen to the words sometimes, right? You just, there's, there's the inflection, there's the excitement. And then there's well, there's some ums and you knows, and it's like, it's like Eeyore kicks (laughs) in all of a sudden, right? So with this, because it really is about that. It's not about the experience in the industry. It's about what's, what you're going to do day in, day out. Right. And, and that, that get out of bed, bed test. And so Ultimately, we worked our way through there. This, and we came to a realization that it was a particular franchise. So, um, I'm totally putting you on the spot. So, the, the, the franchise is called Zoom Room. Uh, give us the give us give everybody the pitch. What the heck is what the heck is a Zoom Room? Yeah, Zoom
1: Room, our new our new baby. So, Zoom Room is a dog training gym, um, and it's all based on a positive reinforcement model. Um, And we love the tagline, which is we don't train dogs, we train the people who love them. So, it's all about you and your dog coming in and spending time with our trainers and learning, you know, tricks and tips and, um, you know, giving uh, dog owners the tools that they need to succeed with training their dog. And it's everything from puppy classes, all the way up to different levels of agility um, and everything in between. Um, but, you know, we kind of were presented with it and at first said the same thing, Tim. What the heck is Zoom Room? <laughs> um, and then as we got into it, you know, we kind of fell more and more in love with the with the business model as well. And then we had a we had an
0: opportunity to fly out to Phoenix to check out one of their locations. Just to get an idea of what the floor plan looked like, what the environment looked like. And we 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 thoroughly, I mean, I thought it was it was great. It was something that we saw ourselves being able to do. And then we took a deeper dive and we looked at, you know, what the process looked like in terms of you know training the the pet parents and and everything that's involved in that. And then we looked at, you know, what the training process look like for their internal employees and everything has you know a a type of movement or advancement you know most people they bring in at the front desk they get them acclimated and if they want to train they could they could learn how to train their dogs so it's cool how a company like that really empowers their employees to you know get out of their comfort zone and and try something new and that's that's something that attracted Jenna and I to the business as well, how they, how they train, develop and reward their employees.
2: And, and really just a, you guys have talked about this a lot, just, it's a, a fun environment, right? So your, your, your customers, your two-legged and the four-legged ones are having a great experience and you get your staff. It's, it's something that like they, they get, they get to have an enjoyable experience, whether whatever's going on, it's just like, for lack of a better term, it's a happy place. and yeah, um, the, one of the things that some of the behind the scenes things that we always have to kind of bet through is some people are more attracted to the tried and true, like this has been around for hundreds of years, the industry or the franchise, right? or there's hundreds or thousands of locations around. You guys were on the other side of that a little, like the excitement behind. This isn't, this this isn't, there's nothing wrong with dog grooming, right? Or hamburgers or whatever, where they're everywhere. This is a little bit of a newer concept for that. Um, As you guys were kind of analyzing that, um, talk a little bit about kind of, I guess, maybe what's, what really was attractive to you for something that's newer as far as what it's doing, but then also a little bit more of an emerging franchise. Where, Where did you see some advantages for you guys?
1: Yeah, we got really excited about being able to kind of be in something that is just exploding, um, but, you know, be at it from the beginning. So, you know, from what we can tell, Zoom Room is blowing up um, and, you know, we're able to get in now when it's on its rise. Um And living in the, you know, Northern California market, we live in Sacramento, um, you know, you always look around and just do the personal test and go, do my friends need this? Do my family, you know, does my family need this? Could, you know, how could my community benefit from this service? And we just, I mean, saw it so, so clearly. And so that was, you know, really exciting for us to be able to think about um, you being the first to a market with, you know, um, a franchise like this. Uh, We we kind of liked that being first in, being able to kind of build it out um, and really own that. And so, you know, that's something that we're looking forward to to doing with Zoom Room is, um, you know, bringing it to those markets that haven't had it before. So, you know, not being the third. Uh, you know, coffee shop of a certain brand in a town, um, but you know, really being the first to to bring something to a market.
0: Yeah, and Tim, all the the three options that you presented to us, the ownership or the people that work for the organizations, all of them were great, and that was important to us as well as what was the energy like, you know, in, in terms of of Mark, Anthony, Catherine, and Liz, and we we had a great feeling when we initially spoke with them and you know in, in you know subsequent conversations learning more about what their long term vision looked like for the organization the reinvestment dollars that they're going to put back into it all of that stuff is very motivating for me because again coming from a corporate background you know if a company's doing well you always want to find out how much more they're going to reinvest to their people and you know, the the company in general, and that stood out to me personally. So, you know, on on, on those two facets, I think that definitely helped secure, you know, our decision to move forward with the
2: Zoom room. Yeah, their infrastructure for, it's still kind of an emerging franchise and and in, in anything under maybe 50 units open, kind of technically classifies as emerging franchise. Sometimes those franchisors in that situation are kinda winging it a little bit with an infrastructure, um, but these guys have really invested and probably built more than they need in their franchise for where they are because of the growth and they they the the amount of uh, traction and interest they 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 are gaining, and in part based on that support that they're able to provide for the franchisors. So we had their founder and CEO Mark um, on the podcast. Um, anybody looking at it on 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 uh, on one of the podcast platforms, it's actually episode fifty two where we had with their their founder on last summer talking about not just the brand, but some of the things that they have done to invest in that infrastructure for support. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, which is really from from again, from from my standpoint, looking at franchisors because there's so many of them. Um, a- again, i I don't want people to just start a franchise. I want them to be, wildly successful and meet all their goals. And part of that needs to be like franchise or needs to have those type of things in place for them. So, um, and then the other thing with you guys, that's, it's a kind of a unique combination. So your kind of franchise agreement is essentially for to eventually own four units, but one of them was already existing. So you guys kind of purchased one that was in place. Mm-hmm. And then now are going to start developing three more kind of in that Sacramento over to San Francisco area. Um, what were your thoughts when you were when you actually walked into the one that you now own um, <laughs> and kind of kind of started started seeing all of that? What was that feeling like?
1: Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So I mean, it wasn't anything that we set out to do to own one existing. Obviously, you know, you brought us in and said, "Hey, talk to these guys about." you know, bringing it to Sacramento, you know, developing some, some new stores. And when we started talking to them, we found out that there was a corporate run store um, that, you know, they would be interested in selling uh, potentially. And so we started talking to them about that um, and then got to go see that store and kind of uh, meet some of the people uh, and, you know, secret shop it, if you will, kind of go in and see what was going on. Um, and then eventually we looked at the books and everything, and it just, you know, made a ton of sense. But, It was really exciting to be able to fast track, you know, ownership in that, in that way, instead of waiting um, to build out these, you know, new locations, we're able to kind of get our feet wet right off the bat in terms of, um, you know, I think it's been three weeks now that we own, uh, you know, an existing Zoom room um, in Belmont. And so, yeah, it's exciting. And it just happened very, very quickly. We woke up one day and, you know, we were owners of a, you know, profitable, fully run, fully running dog (laughs) training business
2: very nice yeah because they they were it was corporate rent and they were not 100 sure they wanted to get rid of it because of how much potential it was and um and again credit to you guys because i think the the one thing i always want to kind of remind folks looking at this for the first time is frank you don't just buy a franchise right it has to be awarded to you. The franchise it's kind of like dating right there has to be that mutual like decision on both sides Um, you guys just blew them away where they're like, okay, these are totally the people to take over this one. And then kind of have that growth potential over the over, over, you know, again, that whole Northern California area, which is going to be yours to expand and grow. Um, have you taken the kids to the, to, to the, to the location yet?
0: Yeah, I think yes. the the first day we went and you know met the Belmont team and took a look at the store. I think they had a puppy class. Of going course, on. yeah,
1: they scheduled us to come during the cutest time. <laughs> S- the Suckers! There's like eight puppies, <laughs> you know, all lined up waiting to do their class, and I I think that was strategic on their part because of course, yeah, we had our kids with us, yeah, and we're just watching the, the cutest puppies. Um, get trained um,
0: and we so. were and we we landed on a day where we met the the lead dog trainer for the organization Courtney and she's just phenomenal and you know she just gave us the extra you know the extra feel that day that we needed to know that this company is is truly invested you know in, in their leadership and
1: and in the know, product yeah. and in the passion was so clear um you know that every every franchisee everybody you know with the franchise or has for the Zoom Room brand, but also for, for dog training, you know. Um, and obviously, it's a whole new industry to us. I know we already talked about our background, you know, I'm communications and Jordan's been in, you know, health healthcare. healthcare. Um, but, you know, you kind of come in and you just can't ignore the feeling that you get from people when they're so, so passionate about what, what they do. So um, we and, definitely felt that. And
0: then taking a further dive, just meeting the current manager in place, the leadership team that they had in place solidified, you know, the deal for us. Um, great culture being built in the store actively right now, and it's that's something that Jen and I are both passionate about. Culture of you know the
2: organizations that we're part of. So we're excited. Nice. nice. So so how many how many new puppies do you have uh, at, at at the home for the kids now?
1: Yeah, uh, don't even say it. I mean, <laughs> and like we have three kids. Oh, they need to get a little bit older before we bring a puppy up into this mix, but we're close. It's it's really hard. <laughs> really hard right now not to
2: (laughs) well what you you have a perfect place to take them when they need their puppy fix so um but but it is another thing like you but just like you guys don't have a dog right like in your in your house
1: that's that's our vulnerability right now feeling kind of (laughs) off-brand without without having a dog but it's true and jordan grew up with dogs i think i mentioned early on you know we invented a pet product, um, yep. brought that to market, did the, you know, pet industry trade show circuit for a number of years, you know, very familiar in, in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tim, I know where you're leading me. It, it, it underscores the <laughs> fact that you don't have to be in the industry, um, you know, to get into a certain franchise. And you already mentioned it, but you know, it's the get out of bed test. Um, you said that multiple times, you bring it up on the podcast a lot, but um, you know, I, I will get out of bed for, for dogs, even though I don't have one, you know, it's something that's really exciting. And, um, the industry is just, just like you said, it's fun, it's family friendly. Um, and just cause you know, we didn't have a lot of history in it. I don't think, you know, deters us in any way.
0: Yeah. And Jenny, you brought up that ultimately you want to learn how to train as well. Yeah. And if you get that training done, you could, you know, train our, our future puppy, the way yeah. that Zoom room trains, you Know all of our customers, so I think that's pretty cool too. The time of that's going to be perfect. So,
1: so see, it's even better that we don't have a dog because we want to learn or the Zoom it. room way first yep. and then do it. So, yep. it's all, it's all, it's all, Kim. yep. <laughs> then, then, then you'll have the best,
2: best dog in the neighborhood. And then, when everybody's like, How did Fluffy get to be so amazing? then you're wearing, you got to get the dog with the Zoom room, uh, sweater on as you're walking, walk, walking it up and down the park. Perfect. Exactly. No, I, I I love it. And it, but it's, I think that's the thing with Zoom Room is, is it's, I mean, yes, it's for the dog, but it's really, it's, it's a people business, right? It's back, back to their, yeah. back to their tagline that we, we don't trade the dogs. We, we, we train the people who love them. And when we were building out kind of what you guys wanted, one of the things, and I distinctly remember Jenna using the word like, like, like the like the fluffy stuff, right? Is mm-hmm. you're you're the person that's going wants that kind of happy, fun environment. Um and this is this is this is that all day long. Right. So mm-hmm. um so very very cool. Um and I can't like I, I just selfishly I've greatly enjoyed working with you guys, getting to know you guys. I'm I'm like a little borderline sad because when our clients sign franchise agreements. That's usually when they break up with me and then like, they don't want to talk to me anymore because they've got the franchisor and um, all of those things. So I'm so thankful for you guys coming on and and, and chatting and um, certainly know you're very, very busy. So I guess maybe last thing I'll throw at you guys, um, because you kind of came into this the same way somebody may be listening right now is like, is there something, should I look at this? Should I do it? So somebody out there listening right now, it's like, dang, should I, maybe there's something else out there. What would you want to share with somebody who's maybe considering looking at franchise ownership?
0: For me, I think it, I think it, again, it all comes down to what your long-term goals are. And if you're a goal-driven person, you know, you could really create a timeline and see how a franchise could fit in in you achieving your goals. And I know, I know that it could be fearful at first, but, you know, someone once told me, you know, look at fear as someone that's pushing you from behind and taking that, that leap of faith to own a franchise. You know, it's, it's certainly possible. Get out of your comfort zone. Be smart about it. Follow the process. But again, it all needs to tie into what your long-term goals are
1: hmm And, um, you know, Tim, you mentioned, I, I said kind of early on that, you know, I'm about the fluffy stuff, it's the people and, you know, communication and, um, relationships and things like that. And I think when you're thinking about this, um, there was never a downside for us in just giving you a call and seeing what else is out there. I think curiosity kind of, you know, had me of going, okay, you know, you see these, you know, handful of franchises and, you know, we knew somebody personally who's very successful, um, but but what else is out there and what could be the right fit for you? Um, and so we never saw a downside in terms of just, hey, let's see what else is out there. If nothing feels like a fit, then it's not the right time, you know. But obviously, we ran into something that just ended up being the perfect time and the perfect fit for us. And so, you know, we took that leap. Um, but, you know, I think that there's really just no no downside to giving you a
0: call. Yeah. And Tim, you hit on it earlier where you said it's not just your McDonald's or Taco Bells. And I think a lot of people could have that tunnel vision when they're looking at a franchise. But again, going through this process and exploring the different options with you, it really does bring in other factors that you weren't considering in the past and, and what possibilities are out there. Because there are plenty of franchises and each franchise could fit into each person's unique goals and, and structure that they're trying to achieve.
1: Yeah. And just to pile on one one more time. Um, when we were looking for it, <clears throat> you know, you presented us with three options. And I think a few of them, maybe in a few years, like we would revisit. Um, you know, it just wasn't wasn't the time for us. You know, our goal right now was to find something, you know, for for me to do and leave corporate America, but have Jordan kind of, you know, stay with the job that he's, you know, really passionate about in the career that he built. But if we were in a different situation, like you said, Tim, where, you know, one of us had lost our job, you know, there was something else going on, you know, one of those other franchise options might have been the better fit. So, you know, it also just kind of depends on where you're at, um, you know, personally. And, you know, I I think there's, again, just not a downside to knowing what is out there. And I think those other options will always be in the back of our minds well. Yeah,
2: no, I'm
0: glad you brought that up.
2: You nailed it. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and good job, Jordan, for uh, kissing up to Jenna. So
1: yeah, awesome. I know, uh, right? Right?
2: Yeah, I got, I got a wife here. <laughs> <on to> that.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, very, very, very smart man, Jordan. So I, um, guys, I cannot thank you enough for 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 coming on to uh to to the to the podcast and and hanging out with us for a little bit today. So thank you so much for that.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, thanks for everything,
2: Tim. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm excited for you guys. I am confident you're going to be enormous success uh, with successful owners with Zoom Room all over Northern California, not just not just the one you got going now. So so thank you for that. Um, and for all of our loyal podcast listeners, we hope the Franchising 101 series continues to provide insight into the amazing possibilities that can be achieved as a franchise owner. Be sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast um, so you never miss an episode. Um, if you would like to learn more about possibly becoming a franchise owner yourself, let's schedule a brief introductory call. Um, there's never any fee for our service. Click the window in your podcast, uh, the, the link in your podcast window, or find us online at francoach.net just like Jenna and Jordan did. Send us a message, let's hop on the phone. again. never any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, have a fantastic day and we hope to talk with you soon. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening to coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.